Girl, I can do bad all by myself. I see she wearing a ring. I wonder if what she got is real. I'm just gonna do me. How about you just do you? Oh, I didn't even sign up for this. What is the state of your union? Another easy day. This is B-Notes. Hey, hey, and this is Ruby J all day. Let's talk marriage. Welcome to the season finale, Growing in the Lord. Yeah, state of your union. So you know how we do it, guys. If you are next to your spouse, grab their hand and let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so very much for all that you've done. Thank you for being a God who always gives great gifts, who loves us so much that you sent your only son. You never give us mediocrity. You always give us greatness. Let our bodies and our lives, let us give it back to you in the spirit of excellence. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Um, so we want to talk about growing in the Lord. L-A-R-D. And many times in the church, we talk about growing in the Lord strengthening our spirit through reading his word and studying his word and having an intimate relationship with him. But to be honest, if you just look at many of the churches across the nation, even the world, many of us are dealing with girth, extra weights on our bodies, unhealthy sizes and lifestyles. And we can be as spiritual and, and that's a beautiful thing, but we have to remember that it's important to take care of ourselves. So let, let's talk about what the, the word of God says. You know, Ruby J, one of the things that I've noticed uh, as we talk to different couples and meet people um, where we go and we're, we're talking, one of the, the famous quoted verse, misquoted verses um, and maybe also misunderstood uh, is first Timothy chapter four, verse eight. And uh, a lot of times um, I, I want to say that maybe people misunderstand it. Uh, so let's let's take a look at what it actually says. First Timothy chapter four, verse eight says for bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And I want to say that I think that sometimes uh, we in the body of Christ take this to mean uh, that that does not mean we need to be conscious of our health, of of this temple that the Lord has given us. Yeah, that, you know, gives you a ticket to just not focus on that area of your life. But if you're all in for God, then, you, you know, that's really your priority. And that's true. Like our priority is to be all in for God from a spiritual perspective, because that will last forever. But I think sometimes we get this idea that we can't be both 
right? We can't be all in for God, but also making sure that we're making healthy choices so we can stay on this earth to fulfill our purpose that much longer and that much stronger and, and, and we'll be healthier and, and our generations to come will benefit from that so they can be kingdom builders and fighters for the, for, for the glory of God that much longer. Right. And, and, and so the Bible consists of 66 books, right? And so what we don't want to do is we don't want to just single out one sentence, one, one verse of the Bible out of one chapter of the Bible, out of one book of the Bible, um, and, and, and assume that it speaks for the entire Bible. We have to look at the Bible as a totality, the entire canon. So, um, as, as that relates to this temple and as it relates to the body and as it relates to health, you know, the Bible specific, there are other specific verses that talk directly to health, talk directly to this temple, talk directly to how we are supposed to treat this body. It is the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are supposed to not only keep it spiritually pure, fighting spiritually, but we're also supposed to make sure that we're doing what we can, the best that we can, giving God, presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice. And the longer and the better we treat this body, the longer here on earth, we can continue to serve the Lord with excellence. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. And, you know, we really want to talk about, um, you know, healthy body image next, because I can think about several discussions that I've had with, with wives over the years, even before I got married. Um, you know, that was one of the things that I thought was, well, if I ever get married and have kids, you know, and I pop out five kids, you know, my husband is going to have to understand that, you know, there are going to be stretch marks and extra weight and, you know, uh, bloating and, you know, all of that comes with it. And, you know, he can't, he's going to have to be patient and I may never get down to whatever size I was or all of that began to, to pop up in my, my mind. And I've had discussions with wives now that I have gone through that not five kids two kids that's it we're not having any more don't have any other thoughts i i, I thought you were giving me no 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 leeway no, for three no, more no settle down be no so two we're done but in the discussions that i've had with with wives um you know some 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 wives do take on that idea that you know look this is this is me now you know what I mean? If you didn't want me to look like this, then you should have. You shouldn't have come at me. You know what I mean? We shouldn't have been doing what it takes to have kids. But that's not realistic. When you say I do, opposes all of that. Um, but I do believe that when we have children, as women, you know, hormones and all those things begin to happen, and it it is difficult. It is difficult. Childbirth is difficult, but even beyond that. Right. Um, trying to deal with everything that comes with that uh, from emotional, from hormonal, um, all of that, the things that encompasses childbirth and having children. But I believe that it's important that we have healthy body images, meaning whatever I was 
when I attracted you, Beanos, whatever I looked like, I think that it's important for me to make that my goal to get back to after having children. Or better. Or better. True. Or better. But it really is about having a healthy body image, meaning I don't want to look at celebrities and say, okay, yeah, I need to be a size two. And I got to be a size two no matter what. Well, maybe you're not, your body, that's just not a healthy size for you. Maybe your genes will not allow that. And that's okay. Everybody's so you're talking different. about having balance. Having balance, but having a healthy body image for you. Right. I'm not talking about uh, trying to get back to something that you've never been before. Or maybe when you met your spouse, you were doing unhealthy things at that time anyway. And you really, really were that size, but you were making unhealthy choices. It's important to be the best you that you can be and, and, and being comfortable in your skin and knowing, okay, you know what? Size 10, that's my sexy. That's my sexy. Your sexy might be a size two, but that's okay. Everybody's sexy look different, but it's about having a healthy body image for you and always making decisions based upon that. Now, I also want to add to, to, to this because it's not just about healthy image and, and what you look like on the outside. It truly is about making those choices that make sure that your cholesterol, your heart, you know, you have really good um, vital signs and that your body is functioning at its peak for you. So that's really priority, even over body image. That's priority. But if you are taking those healthy choices, making those healthy choices from an internal body um, health perspective, then your sexy will develop. You know what I mean? Whatever that looks like for you. I think that's important. So we can, as, as, as women say, well, you know what? I had these kids and that's just what it is. You're going to have to deal with it. No, that's not the case. We need to be making sure that we're making healthy choices to get to our sexy, to get to our healthy. Okay. Now, that brings about a lot of questions for fellas because, you know, weight can be a touchy subject in marriage. Talking to your, your spouse, talking to our wives about health and I mean when you're when you're being brought up that that's a that's a that's a no no topic around the house. Uh and so, you know, as men, I, I think that we this is this is ground where you have to tread lightly um and, and kind of get used to it and, and create an atmosphere uh that we believe here at State of the Union that there is no condemnation. We are all pressing towards the mark. And so, fellas, if you're out there, uh, this is going to be a, a, a difficult discussion. Um, but making sure that you're not badgering. We, are, we shouldn't be badgering each other. We should be saying it in love. And we should be each other's cheerleader and championing the, the, the progress. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a difficult a difficult conversation. This goes back to some of our earlier discussions where we talked about communication, when we talked about learning your spouse and knowing how they best communicate. Um, and, and not just that, I mean, we're talking about women gaining weight, but a lot of times when 
women gain that weight during pregnancy, so do husbands. Right. And so this could be, most likely will be a joint effort. So as we are encouraging, as we encourage her, right, as you encourage her, you're also encouraging yourself. As a team, everybody's pressing towards a healthier self. Right. And in marriage, you know, there is no me. There is no I. So so if one of us is dealing with trying to work on weight, trying to work on health, we are both in the fight. We both need to be in there. Uh, we are foxhole buddies, as, as we would say in the military, and we are at war on weight or at war on health. And we are doing it together. Right. And it's such an easy thing to do to get caught up in, um, you know, when we all wear these different hats to help um, in the family and, and do whatever it is we have to do, whatever our role is in the family. Um, you know, it's about convenience sometimes and trying to find ways to manage your time. And so, you know, drive through here and there and, you know, a bad choice here and there begins to develop over time more permanent and we have to just really be mindful going back to to communicating you know everybody is different we can tell you a funny story um i actually shared this with a couple of wives and they were like you know no my husband better never come at me like that because if he did it would be a problem but for b notes and myself we we laugh and we joke about so many things um and this we have that kind of relationship, but again, you have to find and know your spouse. And so one story I can tell you shortly after having, was it our first? Uh, it might've been before. I don't even know, but I gotten big. You know what I'm saying? I gotten a little more round, uh, sitting down, eating, you know, I'm, I'm from Louisiana. We, I love food, always have. And, uh, you know, if anybody struggles with weight, you understand what I'm about to say. You you can get big and be the only one that, that doesn't know you big. You know what I mean? Like, you walking around big and have no idea of the amount of bigness you have now become. And I'm always the type of person I want to know. Like, just tell me because I feel like to fix something, the first step is acknowledgement. And so tell them the story, Bino. Now listen, now listen, fellas. Let me tell you this. This is our story. Don't you try to mimic me. Don't try this at home. Yes, don't try this at home. Do not. And so as my wife was uh, walking by in a tank top sleeveless t-shirt and some nice shorts, I looked at her and as she passed by, I saw the back of her and... I said, you look like a linebacker. Now, listen, fellas, don't try this at home, I said. Don't try this at home. Yeah, yeah, ladies. And, you know, I've already heard from several other wives that's like, you know what, this would be a problem. And I get it. But for me and the type of person I am, I want to know. And we make every everything is an opportunity to laugh in our marriage. So he was like, babe, you looking like a linebacker over there. And I was like, for real? I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's getting on up there. And that's what I needed to hear. And so what did I do with that? Went to the gym. And uh, and we'll tell you 
all about step number two when we come back from the break. We want to take some time just to thank those who donated to this podcast thus far. Your generous gift really does matter. Together, as a State of Your Union, So You supporter, we can continue to offer trusted biblical principles today, tomorrow, and in the future. So thank you so much. And if you are listening and you want to know how to donate, there's a link in this podcast that will allow you to do just that. Also, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with others. We want to make sure that we get the word out there and we expand and extend our reach. Lastly, but not least, all the prayers that come in about this podcast, about marriages, we love that. As we continue to pray for you, please pray for us and just know that we love you. Continue to pray and fight the good fight. Stay blessed. Welcome back. This is episode Growing in the Lord. And before we went to break, we were just talking about being candid with each other about changes in in your weight or your health or making unhealthy choices. So again, it's not just about what you look like on the outside, but really about making healthy choices and um, really progressing down your journey of health to get to your sexy. Now, my husband, you know, being candid like that, again, we, we're jokesters. We just kind of have fun. And I didn't take that to heart, but you need to figure out how to speak in love to your spouse. And there have been times I've talked to, to my stomach, um, to my uh, husband about his gut. We talked about, you know, not having a six pack, but having what? I don't know. 12 stomachs. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's us. You have to find what that is in love to speak to about how to speak to your spouse. And it's not just about, again, image, what you look like on the outside, but making sure the priority is making sure that you are healthy inside. And then that will will take care of everything else. So that's the first thing. The second thing we want to talk about is healthy habits. Um, Just really, again, making sure that we are making healthy choices as far as food, but also um, exercising our bodies and making sure that we are in partnership to make that a priority. Now you say healthy foods, Um, you know, talk a little bit about learning and discussing with each other about reading labels. Cause you know, this is, I think that that that's a lot of time where you can kind of help that will help you kind of choose which choices are best. Yeah. You know, there's certain calculations that you can do. It's a quick search on the internet where you can look at your height and your weight and you know, your gender and determine how many calories you burn by just sitting here every day. Like what, what happens? Um, how many calories you're burning by breathing and just existing and then how many calories you should be eating to keep that weight that you, you currently have, or if you are looking to lose weight, what reduction in your intake should occur to make that happen. So looking at the number of carbohydrates on the label and the number of protein and the number of fats and, you know, determining what diet works for you. There's so many out there pulling in a health professional, talking to your physician about what makes sense. What's, uh, um, 
what's realistic as far as goals to set for yourself and really making a commitment to understand how to read labels to determine how many calories and what type of calories you take. And so, you know, we know that a honey bun, you know, that that is the max of fat you should have in a day. Um, and, and a lot of people will have that for breakfast and then you're not even done throughout the day. So really being mindful of looking at those um, nutrients and nutrition labels to make sure that you're making choices specifically for you and your goals. If your goal is to maintain, but just to eat more healthy, then again, looking at those labels. If your goal is to lose weight, then looking at those labels and making sure that you're deducting the appropriate number of calories in your day and adding the right amount of exercise to make sure that you're losing that weight and not losing your muscle, but you really are targeting fat. So it does require some um, education around what steps you need to take depending upon what goals you have and then pulling in your health professional to make sure that you know, you're know you healthy enough to go down whatever path you're thinking of. And I would say also make sure that you're praying. Incorporate prayer in this whole thing because it's going to take a lot of prayer and a lot of effort and only the Lord can really strengthen you in areas that maybe you've typically been weak. And, um, those, those processed foods, again, the more you eat them, the more you want them. And so it's going to require breaking habits. And the Lord is so amazing at giving us the strength to do just that. A lot of times, uh, we've talked to couples too, and and I just want to, make this note as well is, is that habits sometimes there are, and I think that it's why good wise to incorporate prayer for what I'm about to say next is sometimes we run to food as emotional support and, and, and the eating and the girth is an outward reflection of a symptom. Outward yeah. symptom, yeah, of of what is going on inside of us. Our soul is screaming for something. Our heart is screaming for something. And so sometimes we may run to food as as a soothing agent, much like, um, you know, a, a drug or an addiction sort of thing. And so food may be a stronghold in some of these cases and incorporating prayer is an excellent way to identify whether whether you're eating because you're hungry or eating because, hey, I'm trying to satisfy my flesh with something other than reading the word or praying or getting close to Christ. Yeah, no, very, very good point. And, and you know, also the the habits of, you know, good habits of exercise. I've chatted with, with wives who say, you know, I can't exercise or my husband can't exercise. We have some medical or physical limitation, which I understand perfectly. You know, I've had multiple operations on, on my ankle that, you know, kept me out of the exercise game for a very long time. But, you know, studies show that 80% of what so what you eat has the most impact on your physical health. And, you know, if you can't exercise or your exercise is limited, um, whether you exercise or not, 
what you eat day to day has more impact on your health, your overall health than, you know, the exercise. So are you saying that it should be more of a a combination where we where, you know, our listeners, they shouldn't be just focusing on getting out there and going for a run every day, but also a, a large impact is not only whether we're exercising, but are we also eating healthy? Absolutely. Yeah. I I know marathoners, you know, and you can see, I know one who focuses on what she eats and you can see that physically she is healthier and her vital signs are right on point. She is healthy inside and out versus this individual that I know. He eats pizza, but he can outrun anybody that I know, but he doesn't look nor are his um, health signs really um healthy they're just not and so eating what you eat impacts 80 percent of your overall health and exercise 20 what i'm saying is you really need to make sure you're incorporating both but if you can't physically exercise the way that you would like just remember that what you eat has more impact anyway so you can really focus and still change your overall health through what you eat i think that that's reassurance for um, us all because that that lets us know that it's still the, the ball is still in our court the power is still uh, on our side it, it's still in our hands and and that that should bring hope to you out there listening because uh, uh, what Ruby just said was astounding let's talk about healthy expectations uh, because one thing uh, one one thing that uh, Ruby and I Ruby J and I uh, talk about it, and I, you will hear me say uh, uh, a lot if you were around our house. Is uh, in the end, we're going to get a glorious body anyway. And so um, sometimes uh, I know that I've used that in the past as an excuse, uh, maybe to not to work out or eat as healthy as, as I possibly could. But that doesn't mean that we necessarily need to be in a rush. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, you know, it, it. we all have a purpose um, and are, we are here on earth to impact the kingdom of God in a way that he has equipped us before the beginning of time to do. And it's important for us to make sure that we don't lean on, well, I'm going to have a glorious body anyway. So no, you want to get as many jewels in your crown as you can for his glory for as long as you can. And remembering why we are here on earth is to give him glory, is to build his kingdom. And if that is our focus, then we want to be here as long as we can. And that's the thing. So making sure that we're not giving ourselves excuses to shorten the amount of time that he can use us in a glorious way for his glory ultimately. And that that's really it. Um, remembering that and sure that we're not looking at another married couple and what they look like or another wife and what she looks like or another husband and what they look like. We all have our own health journey spiritual health physical health journey and our prayer is that it should be that the lord strengthens us to be able to progressively move down that journey um through that journey 
so he can use us in a purposeful way. That that that's it. Um, and I mean, I, I think in our experience, B notes. I know for me, I can lose weight so quickly. Like if someone says, "Hey, you know, I want you to to speak at this particular event or do this particular thing," and you know, in two weeks, whatever. Look, I can lose weight and and get to a certain size and do whatever I need to do. But after that event, most time three weeks later, you'll see me and I'm 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 back up living large. You got to know your body. You got to know um, your struggles, and you got to take that to the Lord and say, "This you you know these are my struggles. Lord, help me through this, so I can be more consistent, consistently developing healthy habits, so I can have a more purposeful life." For your kingdom. Yeah, because yo-yoing, uh, the weight and all that, it's not healthy. No, it's dangerous. It's yeah. very dangerous. And so, first of all, we want to uh, thank all of our listeners out there. Um, there is no condemnation. Uh, again, want to just put that out there. Um, and, and this episode, the season finale, um, is really about wholeness healthiness um the lord wants us to be whole listen to the words of jesus uh, many many of us are familiar with the famous discussion about the the woman with the issue of blood recorded in all three of the synoptic gospels mark matthew and luke um, but listen to what mark says in chapter 5 verse 34 these are the words of jesus he says daughter thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. The Lord wants us to be whole. And he wants us to have peace. Here we're talking about a woman who is having an issue of blood. That's a health issue. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be whole. Thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace. Closing yeah. words, Ruby J. Well, I could just say, you know, I think the church is under attack. You know, you, you can look at any church house across the nation and many of us are living large. We live in large. We eat. And it's clear. It's, it's abundantly clear that we are not holding back. We're not pushing away from the table. We're not thinking about it. We're going all in. For Jesus, spiritually, many of us, but at the same time, going all in at the buffet. And we really have to be mindful and hold ourselves accountable because gluttony is real. Yes. And it's the only sin that what? Shows. You cannot hide that gluttony. You can't. It's all over you. And so I, I just think if you look around any given area in any given ministry throughout the nation, you will see people who clearly, you know, gluttony is an issue. And um, I think sometimes we turn a blind eye to it. But if we're going to be warriors for Christ, we got to be ready spiritually, but we also got to be ready physically to run this race. This is State of the Union. Be blessed.